Hey guys, welcome back to Caffeine and Crime. I am your host, Allie, and I am back from my slight Halloween break. As you know, the last episode went up on Halloween, and although I didn't really plan to take a break, um, it just kind of happened. So here we are. But I'm so excited to be back. Um, I'm starting to feel refreshed and rejuvenated <laughs> after Halloween and I'm just trying to now settle into the new routine of everything going on now. Um, holidays coming up, things get super busy. So yeah, I hope you guys are all handling um, the holiday season okay. I know it's a hard time for uh, many reasons, but it can also be a really good time. So I hope you guys are all staying positive and um, are looking forward to the good parts of the holidays. I know I sure am trying to. <laughs> but we are back with spooky season, and today's episode, I am taking you guys to Romania. In Hunedora, Transylvania, it's actually the heart of Transylvania, the home of one of the most haunted places in Romania, the Corvin Castle, also known as the Huenyadi Castle. <laughs> um, this is a Gothic style castle that was built in the 15th century by the Anjou family on the site of a former Roman camp. The building began in the 1400s and it would continue until the 17th century. So it was a long time building this beautiful fairy tale like castle. And I'm sure you've heard of other castles in Europe. There are quite a few, including Bran Castle, which is said to be Dracula's castle. Um, there, Like I said, there is so many. And although I would love to eventually talk about all of them, this spooky season, we are focusing in on the Corvin Castle. I believe I have one other castle that I'm going to be talking about this year with you guys as well, but I'm really excited about the Corvin Castle. It is definitely one of the oldest, and I also love that it's literally in the heart of Transylvania. This castle served as a fortress until the mid-14th century, when it became a residence of Transylvania's ruler, Lonus Corvinus. The castle was built not only to be a beautiful and powerful reminder of loan and his family legacy, but also a strategic defense in case of their religion was ever seriously attacked. Um, and the castle itself was like massive. It had 42 chambers and it could be accessed by two bridges supported on four massive piers. Even though Corvin Castle looks like it's coming straight from this beautiful fairy tale book. Um, the history is quite dark. The castle hosted some of the most infamous lawbreakers and criminals in Romania. And it's said that most of those criminals or prisoners who died at the castle or were even tortured at the castle are the beings that are still haunting the place today. And one story in the courtyard near the 15th century chapel, a hundred foot deep well can be found. 
And the legend says that well was dug by three Turkish prisoners who were promised freedom when the job was done. It took them 15 years and 28 days to reach water. Unfortunately, the owner, John Huanyadi, who made them this promise, had died prior to the completion, and his wife had other plans for them. So she kept them, laughed at them, and threw them back in their cells. One of the prisoners wrote on the wall, You have water, but no soul. And it said that by this, it was cursed. It was his way of cursing this castle. And today, Turkish tourists will still throw coins in the well to honor their enslaved countrymen. Other prisoners that were at this castle allegedly was Vlad the Impaler. Vlad's actually who the stories of Count Dracula came from. He was the owner of Bran Castle that I mentioned a while ago. Um, but yeah, it said that he was locked away in the dungeon in Corvin Castle for years and was completely isolated and he it literally just drove him insane. Today, the dungeon where he allegedly stayed is open to visitors. And some claim that... He was held there for seven years from 1462, and he allegedly kept himself alive by eating rats. They claimed he lost his mind after a while and got obsessed by impaling his victims because he did the same to the rats he ate. Ooh. He wasn't alone. Many have suffered through torture in this castle. A torture chamber can be found in the dungeon apart from some very interesting torture devices, it houses a bear pit as well, and prisoners who were sentenced to death were thrown into the pit and eaten alive by the hungry bears below. Ugh, yikes. On April 13th, 1854, a huge fire caused all of the wooden parts of the castle to be destroyed. It was caused by lightning and Literally, it took out the roof, the wooden beams, the stairs, ceilings, and doors, all except for the 500-year-old door of the dungeon. And after 10 years of abandonment, a 40-year-long restoration process began. They upgraded the fortress, transforming it into a stunning Transylvania castle. So obviously, this castle is very, very old. There is... Probably so much that we don't even know about this place. We just know that um, this has been a residence from rulers to other people who have lived here. And it also had a dungeon that held prisoners uh, for quite some time. And those prisoners were tortured and killed and everything else. So we're going to get into some haunting things about this castle. But... Again, it's such an old castle that there's so much that we don't know, but you have to know that like a building this old, a castle this old where so many deaths took place too, I mean, it obviously has to be haunted. Um, the castle is often plagued by ghostly silhouettes that appear in photographs and the castle has been, I don't really say confirmed, but... Uh, ghost hunters have said that they believe that there's poltergeist activity um, that is particularly violent. So watch out if you visit. 
This is usually blamed on the tortured souls that perished within the castle's walls. There is also a story of a group of tourists that bribed the castle guards to remain in the castle overnight, which none had done for some time. When the guards went to open the castle the next day and secretly let out the overnight guest, they appeared bruised, beaten, and clearly shaken. It was said they were hunted and haunted by an angry ghost that had tortured them with noises, beatings, and terrifying phenomenons. It's crazy. So these ghost hunters bribed the guards to stay overnight, stayed overnight, and they obviously regretted that the next day. Another slightly less violent ghost is the ghost monk that haunts the Capistrano Tower. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's rumored that this monk met his death in his internal haunting place when he was spying on a nobleman in the council room. He was punished for spying and put to death. Rumor has it his final resting place was within the very walls of which he was spying in that tower, where he was bricked up and slowly just died from being just bricked into a wall. Man. Many claim to see his ghostly figure listening and spying on them, and it is also common for people to feel as if they are being watched in this part of the castle. Many are overwhelmed by his presence, and there's been other reports of people seeing apparition, shadow figures, and orbs. Many EVPs, electronic voice, um, little devices, have been recorded as well, and there is some violent poltergeist activity going on in them. And what an EVP if you're not used to uh, watching like ghost hunting videos. I know a lot of ghost hunters use them nowadays. Um, you can use them in different types of ways. And there's actually different um, electronic devices you can actually use. Um, one that isn't as accurate as like a EVP is where you pretty much have like a radio system playing non-stop so it's like scanning through um the stations and to have the most accurate results with it you're supposed to blindfold and put headphones on a friend to listen and anytime the radio pauses for a second and a word or a sentence comes out they say it out loud but they have no idea what's going on on the outside um and that is where the people on the outside are asking the question so they can say, you know, are you here? And then the person who doesn't know the question and is blindfolded and has these headphones on can go, I'm over there or, you know, like something crazy. So it is really crazy, that type of electronic device. I feel like it. some, some that I've seen have been pretty believable. It's really crazy. It's their way of saying that these uh, ghosts or spirits are triggering certain radio stations to come through at that exact time for that person to say it and answer it for them. So it is very, very interesting. Um, the EVPs that I think that they are talking about here, though, is a little recorder. We had one growing up, and pretty much you would, you know, hit record and we would like, you know, sing songs or, you know, do stuff like that. I know my sister had one and she would sing 
these songs on it and also maybe like put it up against your radio and you know back in that time when you had to like record songs like that way <laughs> we did have like Walkman and CDs but like you know those certain songs come on the radio if they're not on CDs yet and you you know put that little recorder up there and record it so you can play it back over and over that's kind of what these EVPs are but what you do is you're kind of in a circle and you hit record on this device and then you ask a qu question, everybody's silent, you ask a question and you stay very silent for a few seconds and then the next person asks a question and then you stay silent and you do this until everybody's asked a question and then when you're done you play it back and in the sections where you're dead silent you can sometimes get answers from something else that might be in the room with you. It is very, very crazy. I've heard some really strange and out there recordings. Um, if you have not listened to any of them, I highly suggest them. They are pretty, I don't know. I just know if I'm in that moment and I have heard, or if I heard some of the things that I've heard in videos and that type of ordeal, I might just be running for the hills because sometimes they're very angry, kind of like what this is getting at with a poltergeist almost feeling where they're saying, get out now, you know, or they curse at you um, and things like that. Like it gets it gets very, very sketchy and scary for sure. People also get overwhelmed by the feeling of dread. They hear screams and footsteps and people have been touched by unseen hands. And yes, many have claimed that, that Vlad the Impaler roamed the halls. It's crazy. I want to know from you guys, would you guys ever stay in a haunted castle? This one is so massive and it literally looks like a fairy tale princess castle, but that medieval touch is there. I would have so much fun. I think I would have like a harder time staying at a castle like this one because it's so big that it would just be a little bit more terrifying to stay in a castle like that, which I know that they do have these castles open for people to come and tour and see but usually not stay the night. A lot of the time it is the smaller castles that they'll offer that um, for people to kind of stay the night. And I feel like the smaller ones, although they're still big, it would almost feel like you're staying at like a, not a hotel, but more like a, an Airbnb feel, I guess. But either way, it's a castle, a haunted castle. It would definitely be spooky no matter what. Um, this particular Corvin Castle is open daily from 10.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Mondays. And from 9 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. from Tuesday to Sunday. A normal ticket costs around 5 euros, which is pretty cheap to go and, like, tour this place. I don't know, like, what all you have access to, but I have seen, like, you can even go down to, like, the dungeon and see, like, the different dungeon rooms. So that's crazy. That's pretty cheap to be able to go and see this place. So if you're in the area and you want a little uh, spooky touch to your trip, here you go. <laughs> um, it does say that prices for students and elderly people are also lower and Corvin Castle is an attraction included in the Romania Castles, Ruins, and Medieval Villages trip, which sounds like a pretty cool trip to me. I 100% would go and tour a place like this, but 
again, I just have to know, do, would you be brave enough to stay overnight? Ultimately, I want to say I would be. Obviously, with, like, some other people as well. <laughs> but, like, I don't think any sleeping would be happening. Like, you would just be to ghost hunt to tour it. But I do think it'd be really cool at night, though. It'd be extra spooky. And probably more haunting, too, you know, with that witching hour. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know what you think over on my Instagram, at Caffeine Crime Podcast. Give it a follow. Um, comment, let me know what you guys think about today's episode and if you would stay at a castle like this overnight. Um, you can also message me if you feel more comfortable doing that. Um, also, check out today's blog for photos of the Corvin Castle. It is linked in the description and so is the YouTube channel. So if you want some more spookiness for your day, go check out my YouTube. I have some past season four spooky season from last year episodes being uploaded now to YouTube so you can check them out and uh, learn about the places we talked about last year. And if you want some true crime, you can also check out the videos that I post there as well. I'm currently doing serial killer season over there, so I have been uploading those episodes and there is plenty to watch and more to come. But thank you guys again for hanging out with me today. Get some caffeine. Have a great rest of your day. And I will see you in the next one. Thank you, problem solver. Well, I fucking roll it dice. Uh, feeling pretty bent up when I'm swerving through the night. Uh, got a million bitches and they're trying to hit my line. And I really want to hit a mic. Got no fucking.